0: Hi, everyone. My name is Sambal Siddiqui. And I'm Alana Mallon, and we are two of Cambridge's new city councilors. And this is our weekly podcast, Women Are Here.
1: Ooh, it's Thursday already. These shorts weeks are crazy. The shorts weeks? These short weeks.
0: <laughs> Where we wear shorts all yeah. week? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's really hot
1: outside. Uh, so I'm so glad tomorrow's Friday.
0: So glad. And we actually call, in our house, we call it fry Instead of Friday. Cause we're Jasper here. does that? You know, when I wake her up on Fridays, she's like, it's Friday. Um, and so guess what I'm doing tomorrow night? Speaking of Friday. What? I am doing a ride along with the Cambridge Fire Department and the EMTs. It's going to be such a cool <laughs> night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: really with your kids or by yourself? By
0: myself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They they would probably enjoy it, I but feel like I think they'd like like that. They'd like that. But that's a totally different experience. But so I've been spending actually a lot of time with our fire department, talking about um, their wellness programs and the need for the capital improvements in the firehouses and really the need for more women on our firefighting team. So I'm excited to dig in tomorrow night and see what life is like for a Cambridge firefighter and um, EMT.
1: Yeah, I think you know we when we looked at the budget, there was about I guess fifty thousand dollars or something amount that was going to be dedicated in you know next year just to wellness right
0: yeah um for a couple of different reasons one um firefighting actually has a high level of cancer rates lung cancer rates. so it's really about making sure firefighters go to the doctor and, and take care of themselves but it's also you know mental health um funding for mental health too because our first responders have a high uh High level of suicide rates. Right. So really making sure that our first responders take care of themselves and that they have the supports, uh, both financially, but also from the departments to to do that. So I'm actually excited. um <laughs> Your aide right, you asked me today if I was going to live Facetime live the whole thing, which I thought would be obnoxious, but also kind of funny. Maybe you should. Nope, not <laughs> happening. <laughs> I like to swear a lot, so I'm not sure that. Well, that's would be...
1: that's great that you're going. I still need to do a ride along with the police
0: i think you could now now that you just have the one you don't have to like chase people or anything yeah you just go in the car yeah maybe next month maybe next (laughs) month it'll be fun because in the summertime so um last week let's talk about last week we had an awesome event Mm -hmm. we took a bunch of city hall um ladies um and women who work in the city to go see the ruth bader ginsburg documentary rbg and um it was awesome. It was so empowering to go with a group of kick-ass ladies and see it together. It was such a great night. It was
1: really fun. I think a lot of the women were really happy that we organized this, and I'm so glad I saw that trailer early on, and we could make this happen. So we, you know, bought a book, which is 25 tickets, mm-hmm. um, and went to Kendall, and it was great. I, we had all kind of city staff. We had a lot of the legislative aides. We had, you know. Aram, we had people the, from women's, the women's Commission. Commission. Um, I invited a ton of my people. friends, too, from Cambridge <laughs> who are women. It was only women. Ladies only, okay. Well, okay. there was Toby, too, but we Toby, can get into we, that. Toby,
0: we can get into that, but... Um,
1: yeah, I had a lot of favorite parts of that movie. Uh, you know, as a law student, I just remember reading a lot of her, you know, major opinions, and, you know, she's known for her blistering dissents, dissent meaning... Uh, you know her arguments that are you know uh, separate from the majority opinion there's a lot of those lately a lot a mm-hmm. lot and so you know it was really interesting to see how she was the she was a second woman uh yes. you know to be a supreme court justice uh, behind Sandra O'Connor
0: who was very conservative
1: yes compared to um Ruth Bader Ruth. Mm-hmm. so you know you know over the years it's really fascinating to see how are you know who the conservative judges are and right. who the uh very liberal judges are and she's had to she's on the now on the very left mm-hmm. liberal side because
0: because the court has moved to the right
1: yeah the court's moved so to the right unfortunately in my opinion so uh unfortunately for the country
0: <laughs> unfortunately for so many reasons but now we have four women on the supreme court which must be still weird experience for her
1: yeah such a weird and it's great that we do have four women but you know, we need five to make, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you need five for the majority opinion. And it's tough. I just
0: hope she keeps drinking her orange juice, man. Because, like, she's 83.
1: Yeah. And the movie just showed just, the, you know, who she was and her family. Oh, my and gosh. Her granddaughter calls her Bubby. Bubby. Oh, I just, she's so inspiring to so many of us. And I, I really, really hi- highly recommend it.
0: I highly recommend it. And I, the thing that struck me was her quiet power. You know, yeah. she wasn't, she still isn't loud and out front. She's very, um, she just, she uses her words very decidedly and she makes her point. And just listening to her argue before the Supreme Court. So before she was a justice, she did this really incredible work arguing before the Supreme Court for women's rights, which was incredible um but just listening to her arguments they were so cohesive and powerful and she really made the men on the court just sit up and take notice of what it's like to be a second-class citizen in her words um and which is something i think that a lot of men in the country at that time weren't thinking about yeah um and i also really loved the love story between she and her husband that was so sweet uh
1: david he was very successful in his own right. You know, yeah. he was a tax attorney, prominent tax attorney and you could just see that he just loved this woman so
0: much. And he was so she said she even said it she, that you know, he was so comfortable with his own self that he wasn't threatened by her. Mm-hmm. And it was Probably very, very different than many of the husbands um, in her peer group. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it was a great night. And like I said, it was only ladies, um, but I did bring my 13 year old son. And I was excited because he was appropriately horrified at just the right moments right. in the movie, where, especially where the parts where they listed the laws that affected women in the 60s and 70s that effectively stated that women were their husband's property. Like they couldn't take out a credit card or a loan without their husband's permission. In 32 states, it was legal for husbands to rape their wives and many more gyms like that. So he, I think, really walked away with a new Shiro and RBG for sure. And so I was really glad that I brought him because he really thought she was amazing, as, as amazing. We had a really good conversation on the way home. And I also wanted to say that we saw the movie the night after the elected women in Cambridge panel. So it was a lot of ladies um, for him Kind of back to back and on the way home from the movie he said to me mom you know last night at that panel I realized something and I was like what and he said you got elected you're on the city council and I was like yeah buddy like it's been five months you know I don't you remember like we went to inauguration but it occurred to me like he went to inauguration and then I've just been going off to work every day like I've gone off to work his whole life right right and he said, you know, I, I saw you up there with the other women on the city council. And I really felt like she got elected. She's on this. You're on the city council. He's like, that's so great, mom. That's and I Aww. it was really so sweet. And, you know, I talk to women all the time who say, oh, I can't run for office now because my kids are too young or they're still in school. I'm going to wait. And I can honestly say that in my experience, when your kids are young, it's a great time to run for office and serve. Because they can see, they're young enough to truly see you care about your community and the people in it, and see you serve and making a difference. And it's been such a formative experience for them. And one of the best things about being a city councilor is having them be proud of me and understanding how to really be involved where you live. And also, at the end of the day, when I walk in the door, they don't care what position I've taken or what or whatever controversial thing was on the agenda. They're just happy to see me. And for me, that's the joy of being a mom, and it really keeps me going in this job. So it was a it was a great week um for me and
1: yeah i'm so glad kids. your kids were there
0: I, I feel like you spent a lot of time with my kids yeah. last week <laughs> i think you're part of our family and now. bob <laughs> and bob. Yeah, yeah so um before we kind of get going into some city council stuff there's been a bunch of um gun incidents i would say or um over the last actually over the last month and so um There was a few meetings this week. Uh, So there was, on Tuesday night, there was gunshots in the port, making it the fifth gun incident in the port in the last month, including one that involved shots of people, of shots being fired into someone's home on Elm Street with a high caliber uh, weapon. That suspect was arrested. And there was also an incident on Wednesday night at Richie's Shell Station near you on Camper Street in Wellington Harrington, where there was an armed robbery and the clerk was shot in the foot, essentially over a bottle of water. So... There was also an armed robbery of city liquors on Cambridge Street in East Cambridge last week. So there was a few meetings on gun safety on gun safety about gun safety and the uptick in gun incidents this week. Neither of which I was uh, able to get to, but you went to both of them, right?
1: Yeah, I did. So I'll start with the one on Monday night. It was a youth panel led by uh, you know students from Parkland in florida where wow so were they here for something else or I, i'm not sure i think they've been doing Don't a like bunch a of students yeah okay. there are three students uh and then there was also students from somerville high cambridge Engine latin and um the cambridge charter school okay so it was just what was great about it was just all youth mm-hmm. great right. so unusual yeah it was being moderated by an adult uh who asked various questions but I found them to be so inspiring and so knowledgeable. Uh, it was About a
0: subject that they shouldn't be knowledgeable about.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it kept going back to the fact that, you know, this is, as a high school student, you're already under so much stress, mm-hmm. so much stress, yeah, and that this has created even more stress. And so they really talked about the importance of having mental health services and, you know, having men- access to mental health services even before an incident like this happens is key and to, to really create less stigma around mental health mental health mm-hmm. and, and I completely agree I think there is somewhat of a stigma there definitely is a, there's still, I mean, even as
0: an adult there's still a stigma
1: so much like you know you, but really they came back to the fact that therapy is so important and we need it in this generation it's so much it's just needed much more because of all the trauma that mm-hmm. happens and so You know, they also talked about, you know, why midterm elections will be very important for students in Florida. It's a very much one issue right now. They are looking to legislators who are coming out strongly Mm -hmm. against, uh, for gun reform. Uh, And, you know, some of the students in Florida talked about Massachusetts and how Massachusetts, like, we do a really good job, you know, and have been doing a good job as being... Uh, in the on, on the of, forefront, right? Of gun control, yeah. Uh, but and how we can serve as a model for other states, and you know, we're right next to New Hampshire, for example, right? Yeah,
0: that's the problem. I mean, it just it's a little porous, right? Yeah, you, somebody can just drive to New Hampshire and pick up a, a an automatic weapon in a in a parking lot, right?
1: Right. So there's a lot we could here in Massachusetts we could be doing, you know, mm-hmm. and going to other states and um, organizing and so forth. So it was a great discussion. It, I felt really just so relieved that these young these young people are you know are so smart, know what they're doing. Uh, you know, I really, I was so inspired leaving it.
0: And they're not jaded by the process yet. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're just like, hey, the process. What you're talking about that process? It doesn't work. It hasn't worked. It didn't help us. Right. We're gonna we're gonna flip the script because it has to be a new day, and and we have to we have to make this better.
1: Yeah, and they hoped it would stop at Parkland, right? That there would be gun reform and then there was another that incident oh god i thought that about newtown right
0: right. i mean when is it gonna stop when is it gonna stop
1: so uh, you know they're still kicking and they're still really trying to work on this issue and you know, i god bless
0: them they're supposed to be in school
1: I know. I know. It's just, it's awful. So the, that was a great event uh, that I was heard put
0: that on. The student from Somerville was awesome too. Like, she was amazing. Yeah. I, I heard she was really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She was awesome. I, yeah. I, she was really, really uh, bright and just, she was thinking about her Korean politics. Good. I was like, yeah, let's yes. do it. <laughs> uh, the second event was last night at the Bazzani Center at 131 Harvard Street. Uh, and, Was focused on. So that's that's
0: in between Newtown Court and Washington Elms in the port area, right? Yeah, yeah. Right in between.
1: Right in between the centers. That's like a it's a voting. You know, that's where people go to vote. It's their youth center. It's their youth center. Yeah, so they do a lot at the Pisani Center, Uh, and so that meeting was really a combination of Louis City Manager Mayor Mark McGovern and the Commissioner and his other staff who came to discuss. These in, <clears throat> in these incidents that you've mentioned, uh, you know, there was a shooting, uh, you know, yesterday. Two shootings, two mm-hmm. separate incidents. But prior to that, there's been about I think seven other incidents, and they're all concentrated in mostly the port, right? Uh, minus the the one at the gas station, based in uh, in 2018. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they made it clear that there's not necessarily a connection between any of these. Uh, so they're trying to figure out a connection if right. there exists, but really last night they talked about the efforts that they're making in the community, uh, to make sure they, you know, re- arrest the suspects. There was an arrest made. There was a 19 year old.
0: Yeah. I saw that.
1: <sighs> and so they've been
0: doing a great job actually making arrests. Yeah. And, and there's there's not a lot of unsolved ones that are happening no. and they've been, they've been pretty quick. So
1: a lot of them are happening. Middle of the night, yeah, right. That's a trend. It's all happening middle of the night. There, and then most of them, with the exception of last yesterday's at the the gas station, none of them have resulted. There's been another person involved. It's usually finding bullets, right, ammunition, holes in the in a car, Yep. yeah. Uh, so it, it's any incident of a violence they're really taking seriously. I think you know compared to last year, it's definitely up. Mm -hmm. at this time it's you know
0: well it just seems like every day right um there's some new thing that comes out in the chronicle that um or we get an alert on our phone that there's been another incident so it just it does feel a little bit like it's
1: and the fact that it's so concentrated yeah yeah right it's not like this is happening on brattle street right No. (laughs) you know or maple ave you know anywhere Mm -hmm. right so it's happening in these specific area, so people, some residents raised that and talked about the extreme income inequality. The two cities we're living yeah. in—it's very true. So, yeah, uh, you know, I'm glad that they've hosted that community meeting. I think there's going to be more to come um, to make sure that the community knows that the police department's there. They're trying to do the best they can. You know, they've they have an anonymous tip line Tip line that Mm -hmm. we can call there's a non-emergency number they really do want to a non-emergency
0: number just so everyone knows is 617-349-3300 yeah just put it in your phone i actually do have to call it quite a bit
1: (laughs) i do i do too i've called (laughs) on
0: i don't know any other (laughs) number off the top of my head (laughs) it's like that and 411 exactly those are the two you need to know people
1: yeah so yeah those are the incidents you know it's we and as counselors we hear we always know we get a lot of emails about this and i think i was very glad that there was a meeting a yeah. community meeting and i hope there are more
0: one of the things i i had heard from someone that um came up was why aren't there more patrols by police officers through that area and i think that's that's kind of tricky right like if you're thinking about having specific patrols through an area and then you don't that gives off some kind of vibe too, you know. I mean, it's it's a tough conversation to have, but what I would say is, I think the commissioner said, um, you know, all of the all of the shots that were fired, there was a police officer on the scene within two minutes. And yeah, I, you know, when I did my ride along with them, there's like a computer in the front of the car, and you can see all the cars that are out on patrol. And if you, if you know a, an area or neighborhood is looking light on officers, that's where they go. So there's always a cambridge police officer within one to two minutes of of your location um so that that you know i hope that that gives some comfort to to the folks over in the port that you know you may not always see cops and maybe you don't always want to see cops in your neighborhood um but that there's always one sort of really close by yeah um so i also was i was i wasn't at the meeting i was at a school event but i was noticing that um During the time of the meeting, there was a helicopter that was flying overhead just like for an hour or so. And it turns out, you know, two women had been shoplifting at the Cambridge site gallery and um, a police officer had confronted them and they tried to hit him with their car. And so then there was like, so it wasn't another gun incident, but I can imagine during a meeting about gun violence having a helicopter overhead during the entire meeting must have just put everybody sort of uneasy. It was a,
1: it was super annoying and
0: yeah. <laughs> and annoying. <laughs> I think some people thought it was related to just the people yeah, people were
1: confused about what it was exactly, but it, it was the state it was a state, a state police the state um, helicopters mm-hmm. that got involved and I don't know what happened with the women who I think they were arrested. <laughs> I know one sure. of them what
0: they definitely got one. I didn't I didn't I didn't follow up today to find out if the other suspect was um was found and and arrested but it was just such a weird I was, like, I was like just looking on twitter like what is happening i
1: know i was like what is happening right thank now, god yeah. for
0: twitter though can i just Seriously. say it's like a blessing and a curse but if you ever want to know anything it's cool. there it is let's go cool, yeah um hashtag came m-a-c-a-m-b-m-a C-A-M-B-M-A, and you can find out why there's a helicopter you can find out why there's like a million cops in a, any kind of area or, or anything really yeah you can find out anything but as
1: a whole you know our the you know crime rate has, has gone, down. gone down right um and so that's that's something to be proud of it's we're generally a very safe city and i think when these incidents happen and when they happen so closely yeah it
0: is unnerving yeah unnerving so uh, particularly for those residents so of course yeah So, yeah, we'll keep you updated
1: on other happenings. Yeah.
0: That's not a fun one to talk about. It's not. It's not. um, But important to talk about. Yeah. And if you're interested in finding out more, um, the Cambridge Chronicle has been doing a really good job of um, covering these different events uh, or gunshot related events. Um, So, okay. So, on to city council stuff.
1: Oh, and while we're on the police topic, I just wanted to talk to our our five listeners (laughs) about uh, the fact that our CBD will be undergoing a uh, independent oh, right. um, review and a cheat. There's going to be a chief justice, a former chief justice who will be, um,
0: whose last name is Ireland. Is yes. Right? Okay. Yeah.
1: He's, 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 Everybody knows pretty this guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so uh, of that incident following the April 13th, um, incident with a harvard student who was arrested those charges have Have been been dropped dropped. yep uh and you know our cbd is committed to getting this external review uh and so it it was a very it's you know it's a testament to bard and to commissioner bard uh and the importance of doing something like this
0: yeah i think the transparency piece is going to be crucial for so many people to understand um you know, we can do an internal investigation, but an external review of the internal investigation plus, you know, footage and just yeah. coming back with a final report. I yeah. Think. And, you know, it whatever it says. Whatever right? it says. So I think the, it's important to look inward to move forward.
1: Yeah. So I'm happy that that uh, is happening.
0: Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. I like totally forgot in the mm-hmm. like.
1: It just happened. So we important while we're on the topic. But yeah, let's move on to Monday.
0: <laughs> Monday night. We're going to have a meeting um, and. I have something on the agenda and we have something on the agenda that I just wanted to kind of quickly shout out in case you're interested in coming and talking about either of these issues. Um, So the first thing is something that I've been working on um, for a little while, something I'm excited about, which is um, asking the city manager and the city to look into forming a citizens academy, which um, is a, it exists in other communities. What it does is it is a 10 week class for new residents um to kind of help them integrate into the city tell them how to call the dpw or what the what the non-emergency line is or if you know talking about how to not get your car towed on
1: <laughs> street right. cleaning
0: days um but it's also a really deep dive into each department um and what they do and just making sure you know moving to a new city can be daunting, especially someone, you know, some like Cambridge, and we are a very transient city where lots of people kind of come in and out. And um, it's a great way for citizens who would like to be engaged to figure out where they can plug in, because it can feel really overwhelming, like, oh, I, I don't know how to, it's, you know, there's so many departments, you look on our website, and you just say, forget it. So this is a 10 week class um, that I think will really do a couple of things one it will really connect new residents to mm. all the great things that happen here in cambridge but it's also an opportunity if we partner with somebody like the um community learning center yeah to really bring some of the diversity into um learning about cambridge and then kind of figuring out how do we get these this d- diverse population to kind of plug in to our boards and commissions for example um because we're always talking about how our boards and commissions our citizens boards and commissions don't have the diversity that the city actually has. So, um I'm really excited Lexington has a great program that's very comprehensive. Pittsfield just started one. So, it's something that I think Cambridge could really benefit from particularly like I said, we have a lot of people that are moving to the area and um I'd like to capture sort of their their energy and their enthusiasm for Cambridge. Also, I would say that you know when I when I first started working for the city when I was working in the mayor's office, I was on the family policy council. And we would have these presentations by different um, groups in Cambridge or different departments, and I'd be like, I had no idea that we had that in Cambridge. It just makes you really understand the depth of what um, Cambridge does here. You know, if you talk about the police, for example, their safety net program, um, uh, you know, just so many things. Our curbside composting Mm -hmm. and the extensive recycling program that we have. It's just a great way to plug in, and I always feel like it's such a bummer that you (laughs) – Regular residents don't get that kind of yeah. deep level um, deep dive into into what Cambridge has to offer. So hopefully um, that'll be coming up on Monday night, and so that'll just if it passes, go up to the city manager to see if it's something that we could do here in Cambridge. That's great. Yeah, and you know it's there's always sort of contentious things on the city council agenda, and so all the time, all the time. So I'm hoping that this is something that is um, a really positive thing. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing, I don't know if you want to talk about... This is exciting. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you want to talk about it. Oh, the women's thing? Yeah. No, you talk about oh, it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. Um, so together with all of the other women on the council, we've put in an order regarding the 100-year anniversary of the suffrage movement. Uh, so August 2020 marks the centennial of the passage of the 19th Amendment, which granted women the right to vote in Massachusetts. You guys... Cambridge has a long progressive history of women's suffrage, including granting women the right to vote in school committee elections in 1879, which is 40 years before women were legally allowed to vote in every state. So big props to us. Great job, Cambridge. And, you know, just to be clear, when I say women, I'm not talking about all women in this country. I'm talking about white women, but that's a topic for another day Mm -hmm. and a different monument. Um, But this order is asking the city manager to work with the Cambridge Historical um, Commission, the Cambridge Women's Commission, and the Cambridge Arts Council, and the Community Development Department to commission a public art piece, statue, or memorial that um, would commemorate the dedication of the women in Cambridge that helped pass the 19th Amendment. So the idea is that in August of 2020, when the anniversary is here, we'll be able to unveil this new public art piece. Um, And these things can (laughs) take a long time to budget, commission an artist, and get the artwork completed. So we're trying to get way ahead of this so how cool would it be to have a monument here in cambridge celebrating badass ladies from the 1920s so great i'm, I'm just like envisioning it on the cambridge common someplace that you know school groups can go yeah. to so yeah i
1: think i hope yeah they better do this <laughs> <laughs> they
0: better do it no i i was actually doing a little bit of research on um cities that have they already have statues and some of them are so amazing and beautiful and giant and so i think you know celebrating 100 years and women who really i mean i've just been watching some documentaries it wasn't an easy thing to do
1: yeah i know i mean oh there's such a history that people know about don't know about so this is i think will be a good way for to raise awareness
0: yeah and really raise awareness around if there are particular women in cambridge that, that really fought hard or really were instrumental in this and um Hopefully, there will be – I know the Cambridge Women's Commission has been really interested in, in putting together a whole program for August 2020. Like, they're gearing up. Those ladies are gearing up. They are ready. It is 2018. They are. They're ready. They're ready. I'm yeah. ready, too. I'm gearing up.
1: So that's great. Yeah. So uh, along with those items, it's something that I charter-righted. Is that how you say it? Charter-wrote <laughs> – I don't so know. So
0: you exercise your charter-right. But yeah. did you charter-written it? Did it get charter-righted? Yeah. <laughs> i think so no, yeah no i'm It saying, did. I, I know it did but how do you say it I keep, oh when charter I to say-
1: written <laughs> i don't know whatever i exercised it for the first time first
0: time i mean everybody exercised their charter right on monday like it was like everything everything you were everything. like i'm doing it
1: i'm doing it and i did it for a few reasons i thought that the policy order well what was uh, the loved- policy order so the policy Remind order us. uh was about you know really helping small businesses and uh basically asking the city manager just just do a structured commercial tax rate, and you know, from my view and your view, after we sp- we've spoken to our um, assessor, assessor, uh, that it's pretty it's impossible to have a structured commercial tax rate uh, for you know, a lot
0: of reasons that we will not bore
1: you with yes. because some of you might be driving. Exactly, when- <laughs> you, you don't want to fall asleep at the wheel. <laughs> we anyway, do not want to be
0: responsible. Yeah.
1: For that. Long story short, I think there is some way uh, that. Our assessor, who used to work at the DOR, the Depart- Department of Revenue. Revenue sorry, mm-hmm. it comes in handy, and so you know the new language that is being put in uh, is reflective of that. Of is is there other are there other mechanisms whereby we have uh, an incentive of some sort to keep the rent below market? Mm. Um, incentive
0: is maybe the wrong word to use, but just basically. The rent for like a retail space on ground floor, retail or restaurant space or something. Yeah.
1: So to make sure that the owner who is paying uh, an amount of taxes Mm -hmm. when they get that bill, you know, they don't have to necessarily raise the rent, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But often they want to raise it to market rate because of the commercial tax rate goes up. So we would.
0: Commercial tax rate is actually based on a market rent not the actual rent that whomever might be paying at street level.
1: Yeah. And so this way we could maybe come up with a program. It'd kind of be like a not a small business exemption but it'd work in that way Mm -hmm. of you know, hey, we're not gonna you know, you know, charge for those taxes Mm -hmm. necessarily. You can, as long as you keep that rent at like 20 below market. Yeah. 20, you know, dollars per square footage versus the market rent that's thirty five. It's a little bit more complicated than that. The details are will we have to get flexed out? Like, what is a small business? How do you yeah. measure it? Is it mm-hmm. ten employees? Is it five employees? So there's a lot of details. But in, for me, this was really it's interesting because that's your wheelhouse. It's from a tenant perspective yeah. side. I've just, I've seen a lot of these leases that are triple net leases, which means the tenant is responsible for not only the base rent but they're responsible for the CAM, which is like the Common area maintenance, Yep, there is that. They're responsible for utilities. They're responsible for taxes.
0: Responsible for garbage and recycling. Right, right.
1: So it all gets kind of passed down to the tenant. So this is a way where potentially, you know, we can have some kind of program. It would have to go through state approval. Yeah, because
0: it's still a home rule petition that goes through the Department of Revenue and then through the state legislature, right? Exactly. Um, But this, what you've outlined um probably has a better chance of actually passing yeah or going through all of those steps and actually being able to give that back to our retailers exactly
1: yeah uh, and so that's something that uh that will be on for monday uh and so I'm, I'm excited about that
0: yeah i mean i really value your expertise in this area because um i had to actually you know when i was running i had to like actually google like what a triple net lease is and like a modified lease, and so um, it's great for me to have the resources in the city, like I just to be able to go to the assessing department and find out some of those yeah. stuff. But it's it's great for me um, to have you be this kind kind of content area expert. So when you exercised your charter right because you wanted to really work with the language and make sure that it was successful, I was I was excited.
1: Yeah, I hope you know this is something that we can actually implement, and and grateful to our you know assessing. You know, department poppered and who is who wants to make this happen?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. I wish that's like another thing that the Citizens Academy. Like, I wish that you knew how our assessing department works because right. you know we've been talking about um, tax abatements and how those work. And you know, I've actually worked with a couple of of older residents to try to figure out how to get tax abatements for them, and it's it's a complicated process. Yeah. Um, but our assessing department does an amazing job of like walking people through the process, but. If you had gone through the Citizen Academy, you would know how to mm-hmm. you know, know who to call and um, what that process looks like. So um, I, I value your leadership, Counselor Siddiqui, in this area. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing that on the agenda and the rewritten language um, for Monday night. So it promises to be an interesting evening. We do have um, the Inman Square redesign kind of coming up on the agenda for Monday night. So I'm sure that next week we will have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. We can't talk about it now because. Yeah, we haven't you know, it's not like, open meeting law. <laughs> open meeting law. And also we've we've taken up enough of your time. But um so before we go, yeah. two
1: events. So on Tuesday,
0: June fifth, there's the community
1: iftar. Oh the iftar. And so I hope that an iftar what time is it? It starts really the evening will start around seven thirty eight. There's gonna be a ton of food. Um, you'll learn a little bit about Islam and Ramadan and what that means. I'll be speaking the mayor. We'll be speaking we'll have some other folks speaking it should be a really have you ever been yes i have yeah. okay yeah so it'll be good so i hope um where's
0: the food coming from did we talk about this
1: i Red think lentil. so yeah um no i don't know but it's gonna be good It's gonna be it's great gonna be good so yeah come to that and then on saturday night if you're free there's and alana and i went to this last year uh rent the one runway event
0: oh my gosh i forgot
1: about that event the transition Remember when we were
0: first friends
1: i know and we had that picture together (laughs) and i won a great raffle so please go it's at mit um at the stride saturday and on saturday it starts at seven um i'm not being specific as far as the address but it's uh what's what where is it it's on um I think it's on H- it's near MIT basically.
0: Is it in the same building that we were in?
1: Oh, you know what? I have it right here. Uh it is in I think it's wow, this doesn't have where it is. Uh when I we'll tweet it out. It says starts <laughs> at seven. It's Best called,
0: podcast ever. <laughs> I know.
1: It's the so yeah, Transition House is the only domestic violence prevention and survivor support resource in Cambridge. So please come out and support. And it's our
0: high school kids wearing fun fashion yeah. right they do a fun show a fashion show I remember I, I brought my daughter last year and she was like oh my god everything is so beautiful everyone's so beautiful with all their clothes
1: yeah and so it's, it's a fun event it's gonna be great it's at, it's at 84 Mass Ave I found out where it is
0: 84 Mass Ave okay. so
1: please come I'll be going hopefully for a little bit and it's only from 7-8 so that's on Saturday
0: I also as a public service announcement for Cambridge public school parents I just found this out today june 15th is a day off for cambridge public school students for eid al fitr yes it's the end of ramadan so i think it was not on the original cambridge public school calendar because it may not have been a day that was actually going to be i think school ended actually maybe that day or the day before so because we're going until the 22nd I'm gonna I just wanna remind everybody. June fifteenth is a day off. If you have kids in the Cambridge Public Schools, they do not have school on June fifteenth to celebrate the end of Ramadan. So set up your child care now, people. Yes. PSA. June
1: fifteenth. Friday, June fifteenth. And
0: you're welcome. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. I didn't even know that. <laughs> What, what are you going to go to, like, a school on the 15th? (laughs) I I have
1: no kids, so that's okay. Thank God.
0: (laughs) Well, so tune in next week when we talk about the Inman Square redesign, Article 97, and all the fun things that happened (laughs) on Monday night. Um, And follow us on Twitter. I'm at A-M-M-A-L-L-O-N. And I'm at s u m b u l s-i-d-d and you can download this podcast um on itunes and never miss an episode if you like it share it out with your friends um and we hope you've enjoyed this episode of women are here yeah have a great week have a great week